はい、えー、実はですねずっと今年の初め何を語ろうかということで,ですね、えー、迷って、えー、聖書を読んでいました。でもですね、その先週、ルカスがメッセージした、要はルカ賞のですね、2章の初めの方、その後のね、方を見てみたら、この聖書の歌詞をすごく、今年の初めに、ある意味、ふさわしい聖書歌詞なんじゃないかなと思って、そのルカ賞の2章の後の方をですね、選びました。はい、なので。はい、ではですね、日本語だけで、えー、時間の関係上、日本語の聖書箇所だけで読んでいきたいと思いますので、英語の方は自分の、ね、聖書を開くか、またはスクリーンを見てほしいなと思います。Yeah, so let's see, due to time constraints, we're just going to be reading in Japanese as usual. So if you're an English speaker,、uh, let's say, find it in your own Bible or check it out on the screen up there. はい、じゃあ41節から。さて、イエスの両親は筋越の祭りに毎年エルサレムに行っていた。イエスが12歳になられた時も両親は祭りの習慣に従って都へ登ったそして祭りの期間を過ごしてから旅、えーえー、はい、えー、あれどどいてるの俺の方にはい、えー、すかしあれちょっと待ってくださいねえー、とちょっと僕の方抜けちゃってますのではい期間を過ごしてから、えーキロって書いてありますかそれはい、キロって書いてありますね。はい。で、キロに着いたが、少年イエスはエルサレムにとどまり、とどまっておられた。両親はそれに気,気づかず、えー、イエスが一行の中にいるものと思って、えー、一日の道のりを進んだ。後になって親族や知人の中を探し回ったが、見つからなかったので、イエスを探しながらエルサレムまで引き返した。そして、3日後になって、イエスが宮で教師たちの真ん中に座って話を聞いたり質問したりしておられるのを見,た見つけた聞いていた人たちは皆イエスの知恵と答えに驚いていた両親は彼を見て驚き母は言ったどうしてこんなことをしたのですか見なさいお父さんも私も心配してあなたを探していたのですするとイエスは両親に言われたどうして私を探されたのですか私が父の家にいるのは当然であることをご存じなかったのですかしかし両親にはイエスの語られた言葉が理解できなかったそれからイエスは一緒に下っていきナザレに帰って両親に仕えられた母はこれらのことを皆心に留めておいたイエスは神と人に,つい人に慈しまれ知恵が増し加わり背丈も伸びていったはい、えー、今日の聖書箇所ですね、えー、実はルカ書だけでしか載ってない、えー、イエスの12歳のシーンです。なぜマタイ
またはマルコでは載せてないことがルカ,ルカ書では載ってるのかと思うかもしれません。So wonder, you know, whatever, see, またなぜこの12歳のイエスの時のこの出来事、結構分かりづらいですよね。何の意味があってルカはここに置いたのかというのがあると思います。You can get arrested for that kind of stuff today, right? It's like child neglect, right? はい、キリストは両親に反抗しているのか、ティーネージー反抗期なのかって思うかもしれません。ということは罪を犯しているのかって思うかもしれません。And you know, it also kind of looks like there's a bit of, you know, preteen rebellion going on here, something like that in the case of Jesus, which, you know, might、uh, qualify as sin, maybe, maybe not. So what's that about? はいだからね、そういうことも踏まえながらいろいろ話していきたいと思うんですけどもこの今日のメッセージのメインテーマこの聖書箇所のメインテーマは知恵ということです。So kind of concerns, do, はい実は40節今日読まなかったんですけどもイエスは知恵と神の知恵と恵みにおいて成長していったってそこで2章の初めの方が終わってますよね。要はこの12歳の状況でそれがどのように要は神様の知恵と恵みにおいて成長する姿成長するってことはどういうことなのかってことが描写されていると思います。そして、ね、この知恵っていうのは私たちが今日
And then the first one of those is that, you know, as we find Jesus in this passage, you know, he's sitting in a temple amongst teachers, amongst uh, religious leaders, and he's debating with them. He's discussing with them. And then, you know, the second point of amazement is like the amazement that his parents feel as they finally find him there doing that. And so it's kind of a given, you know, that let's say following, a, uh, following Jesus, leading a life that follows Jesus is going to involve quite a bit of amazement, of shock. Because, you know, there's an element in which as we follow Jesus, you know, he's going to exceed our expectations. He's going to be larger than the box that we try to put him in. And he's going to end up shaking our life as he lets us realize that. And, you know, and what we're seeing here in this passage is that even at age 12, you know, people that encounter him are experiencing that element of shock and amazement. しかし、神の視点というのはどういうことなんでしょうか。そう、Sorry, Isaiah 55 9 says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So, one way to think about it is the difference between our wisdom and God's wisdom is kind of a, an issue of height, it's you know, distance. So, why is this kind of portrayed as an issue of height? Well, for example, think about it, you know, we're on the earth, right? Yeah, and so you know, on the earth there's a horizon, right? It's like, you know, horizontal. So we have this kind of horizontal perspective. We can look to the left, we can look to the right. But what we can't do very easily is, uh, you know, go up kind of vertically and then look down and see the whole of the earth at once. So, for example, think about like uh, the way a carpet works, right? はい。ね、あの、昔、昔、バグズライフっていうそういうあの映画がありましたよね。あの、You guys remember Bugs Life for you? Any of you old enough to? 
well, you know, let's say one of the things that that movie shows is like, you know, what a bug's perspective looks like, you know, from the ground. And you know, so they show like, you know, bug's perspective like in a carpet or something, and what does it look like for them? You know, they, you just see like all these like fibers, you know, sticking up and stuff like that. There's like a forest of fibers. You know, and it doesn't really look like what we'd imagine a carpet to look like then, but you know, when you look at it from above, from our perspective, and you look down, you see the whole carpet and you realize what it is. So, you know, let's see,、uh, the wisdom of God is not just, you know, the acquiring of knowledge. It's not just, you know, knowing that there are fibers sticking up connected to this little pad or board or whatever. It's not just knowing the materials that, you know, are made comprising the carpet. You know, of course, God knows those things, but He also has this kind Of, like,、um, what is it, you know, this mile high view, this top down perspective where you can see the whole thing at once.、ねねまあえー、so,、uh, so let's say someone I knew was a,、uh, let's say, a New Testament scholar.、はいまあね、And you know, so I was asking him you know,、um, about his struggles, let's say, as a PhD studying you know, the New Testament.
So yeah, one of the other interesting things that we see is in verse 46 and 47, we see that even as he has this wisdom and insight, he's asking them questions. He's revealing that by asking them questions. So, you know, like, think about it for you guys. If you guys had just, like, you know, perfect knowledge, perfect wisdom, you just had the whole picture, all questions answered, how would you reveal that to people? You'd probably just, like, you know, give really clear, direct, you know, impressive answers. But you know, Jesus doesn't do that. You know, what he does instead is he asks his interlocutors questions. And you know, and that becomes the answer. His questions to them become the answer. So, you know, let's say God's wisdom is not just, you know, this like top, not just a top-down perspective. But his wisdom is something that we can also understand and that can be conveyed to us in experience here on this earth. そういう存在だと思います。天の知恵、天の見方、天の知識を持っていながら私たちと接し、コミュニケーションを取れるということだと思います。and you know, I think for a lot of us, we probably experienced that last year having to ha- having to have dealt with the uh, coronavirus. You know, I think a lot of people started 2020 with these, you know, grand ideas of what the new decade's going to be like. You know, it's, you know, 2020, it's the start of a new decade, the start of a new, you know, generation, maybe. And you know, uh, then like in March, everything changed, right? You know, the virus started spreading, things started locking down, shutting down, and you know, all our visions, all our plans kind of went out the window. You know, because our perspective was forced to change. また私たちの考え方またはある意味私たちの考え方にこだわる人たちも出てきてましたよねこうじゃなくちゃいけないというふうにこだわる人たちも出てきましたそれ結果もちろん世界でそれを見ましたよね政治的にある and one of the ways that became apparent was just in how polarized everything came to be. Everything became quite biased. You know, some people said that, like, we need this political answer to the problem, and if it's not this political answer, then nothing's going to work. And, you know, everyone had some really strong, really narrow answer to things. But you know, as we consider the gospel and how it applies to these things, one of the things we're reminded of is just, you know, how God's perspective is this kind of inclusive perspective. It's this encompassing perspective. It's a perspective that provides answers on many levels. So, 
こだわり固定概念から抜け出させてくれると思います。And I think that 2021 is going to end up doing a similar thing for us. It's going to force us to come out of these boxes, these preconceived notions we've built for interpreting the world.12 歳の時点で<笑>専門家たちをチャレンジし、そして両親もチャレンジしているわけです。And what we see here in the passage is Jesus, you know, providing a similar challenge to the、uh, religious leaders and the specialists and the scholars of his day as well as his parents. So, you know, if you're going to end up following Jesus in 2021, the first thing you need to be prepared for is to be shocked and amazed and brought out of your preconceived notions. イエスを知っていたご両親たちもチャレンジされました。But, you know, the second point is,、uh, let's say that it was not only the scholars that were shocked by his wisdom, but it was also his parents that were shocked by him. はい。まず最初に説明しておきたいと思います。マリアとヨセフはなんでイエスを置いていったんでしょうか All right, so first of all, we got to just get this question out of the way. So why on earth did Mary and Joseph leave Jesus? 普通、ちゃんと面倒見てるでしょって思うよね。もしイオンショッピングモールに12歳の子を連れてったら、ちゃんと面倒見ますよね。I mean, you know, if you take your kid shopping at Eon Mall, you know, I think general society just assumes that, you know, it's a parent's responsibility to look after their kids. はい、right? そ,その当時の文化の理解が必要です。はい、but we got to kind of understand the cultural context、はい、for these people. その当時、ね、毎年エルサレムに行ってた、要は杉越の祭りがあって、毎年、この当時はグループ、要は親戚のおじちゃん、おばちゃん、えーえー、いとこ、えー、おじいちゃん、おばちゃん、一緒にグループで、コミュニティで旅することが当たり前でした。Well, you know, so first of all, like the festival of the Passover was a really big deal then. And so people would have been traveling to that in Jerusalem in groups, you know, and it was a very community oriented culture anyway. So they would have been traveling with their families, their aunts, their uncles, their cousins, once removed, twice removed, etc., etc. はい、そしてその当時の文化では、ただご両親だけが子供を育てるっていう育て方じゃありませんでした。コミュニティ全体が子育てをに関わる、そういうやり方でした。And you know, the culture itself was very you know, group oriented, so it wasn't just the job of the parents alone to raise the kids, it was you know, the community. Sounds like we have the same proverb in English and in Japanese here. <laughs> 要はそういうことが当たり前の文化だったわけですよね。要はおじちゃん、おばちゃん、おじいちゃん、おばあちゃんも子供の面倒を見るっていうのが当たり前だったんです。So it was kind of obvious that you know if you had aunts or uncles or just the kind of elderly people of the village, they would watch after the children in the village. だから考えてみてください。もうねヨセフの家族のご一行がねあのロバ馬一緒にわーってエルサレムに向かってイエスキリストはどっかのまあ、多分ねあの、おじちゃん、おばちゃんと一緒に歩いてることを想定してみてください。You know, so we kind of imagine this long train of you know, people you know, with Joseph and Mary, you know, they've got their camels and their donkeys, and they're all you know, like, riding away from Jerusalem, and they're in this long train of you know, people going back to their hometown. They would have assumed that Jesus was somewhere in the train playing with people, right? ね、だから、ああ、イエスという人いないな、イエスさんあの、息子いないなと思ったら、ああ、だどっかのおじちゃん、おばちゃんと一緒にいるでしょう、そういう程度の、そういうくらいだったんですよ。You know, so if he wasn't like standing next to them when they're leaving Jerusalem, they would have thought, oh, you know, he's just a few donkeys back or whatever. You know, he's playing with someone, he'll be fine. Hi, a few donkeys. But in any case,、um, everyone in that group would have ended up leaving Jerusalem and going back to their own individual hometowns. 
1日かけて。Sorry, in one day. In one day. はい、1日の距離、これで計算すると、だいたい東京の新宿から横浜までの距離です。And so the amount of distance they probably would have been able to have walked in one day, a day's journey, would have been from about Shinjuku to Yokohama. <laughs> so it's about 34 kilometers.、Um, you know, <laughs> you know, they had no trains. You know, they had no、um, any kind of trains. No taxis, no Ubers, no anything like that, so they would have just walked this on foot. 一日歩いた後に、え息子どこなるわけですよ。ないです。GPS サービスないです。There's no 4G, no 5G, 3G, 2G, 1G, right? They'd have no way to like contact their child wherever he's at. They don't know where he's at. どこで自分の息子をどう,どう探すか。はい。その当時、交番もないです。And you know, they don't even have like police stations, right? There's no one they can contact to help them in their search for their child. 3日間探すんですよ。<笑> so what they end up doing is they search for three days. もう多分僕がご両親だったらぶち切れてますよ。はい、5歳の子だったら分かります。でも、インスティクト12歳ですよ。12歳ということは自分で判断してこれをやってるんです。でも、ちょっと今日、ちょっと待ってください。ちょっと待ってください。言ってるわかりますよお父さん、お母さん、ね、おじさん、おばさん、じいちゃん、おばあちゃんと一緒に帰るべきだってことを分かってたわけです。He, he knew that the expectation was for him to return with the train of his parents and aunts and uncles and whatever. で、3日後、やっと見つけるわけです。They、finally find him. そしたら、ちゃっかりですね。ちゃっかりエルサレムの宮に座って、大人たちと討論してるんです。And you know, what's he doing? He's just, you know, firmly planted right in the middle of the temple in this group of, you know,、uh, let's say older, you know, scholars or whatever, and just talking with them. And, you know, so then Mary comes up. What on earth are you doing here? Why did you do this to us? はい。はい、その当時の文化、これを考えおあのもう一度考えてみてください。この当時、12歳という年はすごく重要な年齢です。So, you know, of course, uh, uh, course, 海外の場合、例えばエルサレムにご一行で行った場合ですね、お父さんに12歳の男だとか、お子は連れられて、ね、例えば、ね、エルサレムの街を一緒に見るかもしれません。
you know, let's say as a young boy, as a 12-year-old boy, you know, he would have been taken by his father and shown Jerusalem. He kind of would have been shown the big sights and it all would have been explained to him. Because, you know, at that age, you know, let's say a boy is kind of becoming a man, right? And let's say the expectation is that the boy is going to take over his father's business. So, you know, the father's training his successor as he, you know, they do these important events together. And so he's just about entering the teenage years, and so he's just about entering that, you know, adult stage, you know, in that culture. And so, you know, like in our kind of culture today, just how like a 16-year-old is almost an adult, you know, it's pretty close. It's like a 12-year-old back then would have been basically an adult, almost an adult. But you know, what we find more surprising is the way Jesus answered his mother. You know, it's not just, oh, hey, sorry, mom, sorry, dad. In fact, he says, you know, like, why were you guys searching for me? She's like, no, obviously, you weren't with us, we left, you know, we're worried. What do you expect from us? We searched for you for three days. No, he, he responds like, um, why wouldn't you have known that I would have been in my father's house about my father's business? You know, we kind of read this and we're like, oh yeah, well, I guess that makes sense. He's Jesus. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's Jesus. He's the son of God. Yeah, okay, yeah, of course. You know, his father, God. Yeah, sure. But think about it from like Mary and Joseph's perspective. You know, for people, for Jews at this time, you know, the idea of God as Father was not revealed yet. That would have been a pretty foreign concept to them. There might only be like two or something kind of obscure references in the Old Testament that kind of uh, uh, depict God as Father. And in John, what we end up seeing when Jesus interacts with the Pharisees later on in his life is that when Jesus says that, you know, God is my father, they end up, uh, the Pharisees take that as blasphemy. They just had no idea what he was talking about. That was completely foreign language to them. That would not have made sense. You know, so Mary comes basically saying, you know, you should listen to your father. And he's saying, I did listen to my father. That's why I'm here. So, you know, they're not understanding what he's saying. But why did he, why did he put it like that in the first place? So of course in our Bibles it's basically translated like in the house of my father, right? When Jesus responds. But you could also kind of translate house as business from the Greek. But there's also a very small um, word in Greek attached to that that kind of gives the nuance of necessity. I'm about a necessary business. 
神様のビジネスをこなすことは私の必須条件です。優先順位ですと言ってるわけです。In other words, what Jesus is saying is that like, doing the business of my father is necessary to me. It's essential that I do the business of my father. So keep that kind of on the pet, like remember that one fact that we just explained, and then consider in verse 51 how it says, and then Jesus went back with his parents and he was submissive to them. He served them, depending on your translation. Hi. So we have these two kind of comparisons. So we have the serving God, and we have serving his parents. And you know, both of those are necessary here. <laughs> so, you know, of course, you know, let's say for uh, uh, Jesus, you know, not obeying his parents would have been sin. Sin or disobedience, yeah. right? Yeah, being Therefore disobedient sin. to his parents would have been sin. Yeah. So, in other words, we see Jesus living in this tension between these two, you know, necessary kinds of obedience. 自分の私たち、また自分の人生に与えられた両親という権限に従うことを両方うまくこなしていかなくちゃいけない。And so what we see Jesus is he's having to like manage being obedient to God and being obedient to his parents at the same time. イエスキリストは両方もしました。And he did both. でも彼はこう言ってるんです。私の優先順位、私の人生の必須条件、要は全ての中心は神様との関係、中心ですよ。それが中心に全てが回っている。要は、お父さん、お母さん、あなたとの関係が私の中心ではないんですよって言ってるわけです。そして、彼は言ってるんです。そして、彼は言ってるんです。And so I think for us, this is a really essential key element to understanding what the wisdom of God is. We have a very similar struggle. You know, for us, maybe it looks like you know, we have to obey God, but we also have to listen to the government. もちろん神様の御心とご両親が言うまたは政府が言うことが同じ基準でありマッチングしてればそれは簡単ですよ。You know, of course, it's really easy if you know, like the heart of God clearly lines up you know, with what your parents say or what the government declares, then it's easy. But you know, there's plenty of times in life where it just doesn't seem like those are lining up super well. Or you know, there's plenty of times where it's like something that your boss is telling you to do doesn't seem to line up with what God's told you to do in Scripture. And you know, the question is like, what do you do in those times? その時に神様中心ですかってことです。You know, even in those times, are you going to keep your relationship with God central? Is that going to be primary for you? でも私たちの多くの場合はそれが崩れていきます
But I think so often for us, you know, when we're in a place where those two are in tension, the relationship with God kind of crumbles. And the reason it crumbles is because, you know, being about our Father's business is not as important for many of us as being about our own businesses. I think that that happens a lot. For example, You know, so Mary comes to Jesus right at this time and she's saying, Why did you treat us like this? I think we often take the same attitude toward God. How many of you people have come to God in prayer, right? And you say, God, look, I did what you told me to do here. I did what I felt like you were leading me to do here. I deserve to be blessed in this situation. Why am I not blessed? I have the right to this kind of outcome. So why did you treat me this way? You know, have you guys ever approached God like that? But you know, um, what that kind of is indicative of is that you're not primarily about the Father's business, you're about your own business, and you're expecting certain benefits, you know, in accordance with that. You know, if you end up approaching life thinking things should be this way, then you're probably about your own business, not his. You know, there's plenty of places in scripture where Jesus kind of upturns uh, those situations where people think things should be this way. Jesus often kind of flipped that idea on its head. For example, uh, let's say Matthew 3, uh, 15. We see John the Baptist, right? And you know, uh, let's say Jesus approaches John the Baptist. And you know, Jesus is trying to get baptized by him, by John the Baptist. And you know, John the Baptist is saying, no, 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 it should be the opposite. Look, I know who you are. I need to be baptized by you. And what does Jesus reply with? He's like, well, yeah, of, of course that should be the case. But But he says, now it is fitting that things uh, should be the other way around. Now it is fitting that you allow this, uh, what is it, uh, for the sake of all righteousness. So he's saying it's fitting that you know I take your place. And you know, and that's really kind of like just the image of the gospel itself, right? You know, Jesus comes and takes the place, you know, we have a place that we should be, we have responsibilities, you know, given our conduct, and Jesus takes that place and that responsibility. You know, specifically, right, like we, you know, we deserve to be punished for our sin. We deserve, you know, let's say the fruits of our labor, which is death, right? You know, we've made these mistakes, but Jesus takes that punishment for us. He takes that uh, wrath for us. You 
。You know, so, oh, sorry, one more time. 神の知恵っていうのは、ただこうあるべきっていう正しいことを知ることだけじゃないです。You know, so the wisdom of God is not just knowing like the, what way things should be. It's not just knowing you know, the moral answer in any given situation. It also seems to be knowing what's fitting and what's in accordance with God's will specifically in any situation. And so it doesn't necessarily mean, therefore, that if you don't know what God's will is in a situation or you just don't know how this could fit into God's plan, that you're necessarily in the wrong. You know, but if you're about your own business primarily, if you're searching for your own benefits and your own rights primarily, you know, this isn't going to get off the ground. Alright, for example, think about it practically in terms of you know, the coronavirus situation we're in. You know, for example,、uh, I think that in the midst of this pandemic, a lot of people's true motivations have become clear. For example, the importance of church. 多くの人たちはコロナの理由にもう教会という概念をある意味価値観を切り離しました。私たちはコロナの理由に教会に来ない、またはコミュニティを大切にしないということにしてしまった。And I think for a lot of people, you know, the pandemic has become kind of an excuse to,、uh, you know, just、uh, let's say, stop engaging with community. You know, because it's really easy to say, you know, well, let's say, of course, you know, because of the pandemic, you know,、um, I, I don't want to get infected, and at the same time, I don't want to be a cause of spreading the illness, so I'm just not, not going to talk to anyone. And, you know, of course, there is actually a time and a place for that, really, right now, but at the same time. But at the same time, some people you know, say stuff like that, and then they're going out and you know, they're eating in restaurants, drinking in bars. And you know, they're you know,、uh, traveling you know, to wherever. And then you, know, you wonder, it's like, well, come on, what about the thing you said the other day with church? If this is your reason you know, for not meeting people in church, then why are you not so concerned in another situation about the same thing? And you know, in those kinds of situations, it starts to seem like some people are more concerned about their own business, the business of their life. And you know,、um, I'm not trying to、like、make a big blanket coverall statement here because this is, a really, this is something that needs to be considered case by case, but you know, there are situations where. This kind of raises our interest. And you know, there's exactly the opposite situation as well. You know, so let's say some people, like, they're really coming every, every week, even in the midst of the pandemic. その And some people are kind of, you know, what would you say, like, you know, severely codependent or whatever. They just they have to be with people, they have to be around people. And well, you know, being around people in and of itself is not bad. But 
But if you're just doing it to you know, like satisfy your own loneliness or whatever, you're just doing it because you can't stand not being with other people, then you're not doing it for the sake of other people, you're doing it for the sake of yourself. No, but of course, you know, someone who is about the business of God, a community that's about the business of God is, of course, going to value community, but it's, uh, you know, going to do so in a more so when we're considering, you know, what the wisdom of God is in our lives, um, something that we can also consider is, you know, uh, what are we prioritizing in our lives? Are we prioritizing God's business or our own? And you know, if, if uh, you're not about the Father's business primarily in 2021, I don't think your life's really going to move forward. I mean, spiritually, I don't think you're going to mature. You know, I think you'll probably be moved, you know, uh, to and fro, you know, by the, uh, the uh, um, what is it, the change of the pandemic and, you know, the financial situation, the economic changes. You know, I think you'll probably be moved to and fro, you know, by the, the way politics goes in every country. But if you're prioritizing the will of the Father, and if you know that relationship with the Father and His business is most important to you, then you're not going to be shaken when your environment changes. In fact, you'll be able to have a good balance in these difficult decisions. You know, you won't be succumb, you won't succumb to fear, but at the same time, you'll be able to uh, do things for the sake of others, and you won't be so focused on yourself. So how can we go on and, uh, let's say, mature in, in this wisdom of God, you know, without being, uh, let's say, led and swept away by these changes? And that's the last point. So in 51 and 52, we see uh, it talking about Mary, and she says she stored up these things in her heart. She treasured these things in her heart. And you know, we see the very same kind of phrase pop up in Luke 2, 19. She had just received the report, you know, let's say about what the shepherds saw and about what the prophets had said, and she said she, it says she didn't understand these things, but she treasured them in her heart. Uh, yeah, so especially the uh, Greek phrase that's used in, uh, let's say, Luke 2.51 is quite similar to the phrase that we see used, um, let's say, in Genesis 37.11. It said that the things that Joseph had said, um, Jacob stored them up in his heart. He treasured them in his heart. So what's that about? ヨセフ、ま、
you know, let's say Joseph had this grand vision right back in Genesis. Joseph had this grand vision and he told it to his father and Jacob didn't understand it. でもヤコボは何十年も後によって全ての神様の計画の意味があって分かったわけですよね。But decades later, Jacob, not having forgot that vision, suddenly understood what it meant and suddenly understood how it depicted this big grand plan of God. And I think perhaps with Mary, it was quite similar. At the moment, she didn't know what exactly that meant. でもその後全体的に見て、ああ、どう点と点がつながっていくのか分かった。But then, much later, after years had passed, you know, she was able to kind of see how the redemptive plan connected all these dots. And I think part of the wisdom of God is to recognize what God's doing, and even if you don't understand it, to store that up in your heart, to treasure those things in your heart. できないこと、不公平な状況、コンフリクト、矛盾ですね、葛藤、苦しみ、それらすべてを心に収めておくことです。And this even applies to you know, the conflicts, the pain, the suffering, those difficult to understand and difficult to deal with situations that you're going through and you don't know why. You know, you think that things are supposed to be some way, but they're not some way. You know, we can trust that God you know, has a plan in these things and that you know, later on we might understand you know, how this fits into his plan. 2020年ここの間 iPhone の、えー、iPhone のシステムであの写真を自動的に選んでくれるシステム知ってますか年の終わりに。Uh, kind of iPhone, you know, kind of like、chooses, you know, そしてそれが見てみたら要は神様がしてくれた祝福。やってくれたこと全部のその一気に入ってきた見えたような感じがしたんですね。And, you know, kind of that, like、気づいたのが2019年よりも俺すごいもっと行動してるじゃんと思ったんですね。<笑> and, you know, kind of photo, like, did 家にいながらも神様は。さらにでかいことをしてくれたわけです。I was in my house all year in 2020, but it looks like I actually did more. I got more done for the kingdom of God than I did in 2019. 驚かせました神様のやり方に。Yeah, that was kind of surprising when I realized that. Like the way God works, the way God does things. 2021年ももっとそうなると思う。And I think that we, you know, our expectations might be subverted in a similar fashion in 2021. でもそれはイエス・キリストの人生そのものです。But you know, I, I think that Jesus, his life in particular, really depicts this truth. マリアたちはそれ分かってませんでした。完全にビッグピクチャーは持ってませんでした、まだ。You know, ヤコブも分かってませんでした、その救いの全体像っていうのは。You know, Jacob, Genesis, picture, でも私たちの特権はその全体ピクチャーがあるわけですよ。You know, our privilege at this point in history is to look back and understand what those people didn't understand at that time. And you know, so I think probably Mary, even more than Jacob, was able to have confidence in the redemptive plan of history. You know, and I, I think 
us even more so should be able to rely on God knowing how his plan has come thus far. You know, because Jesus, you know, lived a perfect life, right? He made perfect decisions. He uh, struck that balance with God's wisdom perfectly in each individual particular situation. You know, but nonetheless, when he was on the cross, he still cried out. You know, why have you forsaken me? In other words, it's very similar to why have you treated me this way? You know, but of course he still nonetheless submitted to the will of God and gave himself up. And you know, he was able to fulfill the will of God by you know, dying and then being raised from the dead. And you know, I think something similar might be the case. Uh, sorry. Yeah, um, you know, maybe you can make very good decisions this year. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to suffer this year. And you know, it doesn't mean that we're going to have any guarantee, you know, that we're not going to feel like God, uh, let's say, abandoned us, even if we make good decisions. You know, but what we end up um, believing, what we can believe by having God's wisdom is that no matter what happens in any situation, even if we don't understand it, even if we don't like it, God's will will be done eventually, and we can find peace and faith uh, and peace in that. Yes, Christ was 12 years old in Jerusalem. You know, uh, Jesus at 12 years old was in the temple. He was debating with scholars in his day. You know, and 20 years later, Jesus was standing in the same city before some of those very same scholars, but this time he wasn't debating. You know, he just he gave himself up to the will of God. You know, he let God decide what would happen in the situation. And so, like Jesus, I want you guys also to just have that complete trust in the gospel. You know, I want you guys to be able to give yourself over to God's plan. So just a last couple, few practical points. So I think that the gospel will kind of teach us where our own limits of understanding are. You know, we don't have to be so earnest and desperate, you know, uh, to... Uh, what, what do you say? Let's say make ourselves righteous. You know, it's not about being righteous. It's not about doing the right thing. Uh, you know, so that we can be right. It's we've already been made right. So it's not living to be right. It's living in the rightness of God. And you know, it's uh, the story of redemption kind of just shows how God is, you know, 
um, blessing people that live in that way, right? He's blessing people that just, you know, give themselves over to his plan. So, you know, it's oh, sorry, I need that one more time. So try not to focus so much and you know like um what's exactly the right and what's exactly the wrong decision, you know, in each of these individual particular cases, but consider the whole redemptive plan of God in your life and the larger redemptive plan of God and find what's fitting according to that. Season to timing this. So we're trying to discern seasons and timing here. And so, you know, the wisdom of God is not just meant, you know, for one person to sustain themselves with. はい、マリアもヨセフもエリザベスもザカリアもコミュニティを通して神様のストーリー、知恵というものを体験していきました。what we end up seeing with like Mary and Elizabeth and Joseph and many others is, you know, through community, uh, they're able to experience the plan of God. What they're doing is they're seeing how God's dealing with people around them, people whom they're in community with, and they're storing those things up in their heart as well. In other words, there's going to be wisdom that you might need that you're not going to just be able to get from your own, you know, let's say life itself, that you'll need to get something from other people. You know, Proverbs has a very famous verse that says, the man who separates himself seeks his own desire. It's so, it's like you cutting yourself off from community is indicative of you um, prioritizing yourself. And he breaks out against all sound judgment. Ah, thanks. Community is so community is important, it's necessary. So please stay connected. And in 2021, let's, let's uh, continue walking in the wisdom of God. And let's help each other. So that we can live for God more and that we can also um, help others as we do that. And so I'm hoping that you guys will be amazed and you will be shaken, you know, by how unexpected God's plan is this year. And let's prioritize God's business above all else. And with what we see God doing this year, let's store those things up in our hearts as treasure. Let's go ahead and pray.